0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 16th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Dalley. Here's today's headlines Deepening Partisanship Threatens Farm Bill. Schumer Eyes 199A Fix to Gain GOP Concession. And Pence to Headline Ag Day. Can this bill be saved? The House Agriculture Committee has long been one of the most bipartisan committees in Congress. That's why Congress has continued passing farm bills even as the country becomes more and more urban. But things are taking a turn for the worse even before Chairman Mike Conaway brings out his draft farm bill. Republicans suspect Democrats are trying to delay the bill so it doesn't pass this year. Democrats deny that that's their aim. But yesterday afternoon on the House floor, the committee's ranking Democrat, Colin Peterson, delivered a letter to Conaway signed by all the other committee Democrats, demanding to see the text of the bill before they negotiate any further on changes to its nutrition title. Peterson later issued a statement indicating that Democratic members also want the official cost estimate from the Congressional Budget Office. I'm not sure where this will take us, but it will give the members information about what is actually being proposed. Conway declined to comment to reporters on the letter, but a committee spokeswoman insisted Peterson has had the bill language and the CBO estimates since early February. Here's what's ahead. Congress can still get the farm bill done this year, but the schedule is becoming much more difficult, given that the House and the Senate Agriculture Committees won't be moving their bills before April or May at the earliest. After July, Congress is in session only for a short time before the November elections. Here's some numbers to consider spending for usda's 15 domestic food and nutrition assistance programs including snap and the national school lunch program fell by four percent in fiscal 2017 to 98.6 billion dollars that total is down from the record of 109.2 billion set in fiscal year 2013 according to the usda's economic research service reported yesterday snap accounted for 69 percent of total nutrition spending in 2017 it also fell by four percent Foon democrats holding 199a fix hostage Senator John Thune, who played a leading role in negotiating changes to the Section 199A tax deduction, tells Agripulse that Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer is using the issue as a bargaining leverage with Republicans over the omnibus spending bill that Congress is expected to pass next week. One of the Democratic demands is for a costly, low-income housing credit, that according to Thune. He said he expected negotiations to continue through the weekend. He said, we have both House and Senate Republicans on board and rank and file Democrats in the House and the Senate. It's just a question of whether we can get their leaders to let this thing get fixed. Pence to visit USDA for National Ag Day. The Trump administration is giving major props to the USDA, sending Vice President Mike Pence to the department's headquarters to help celebrate National Agriculture Day next week, Tuesday, March 20th. Officials tell AgriPulse that Pence is scheduled to speak at the celebration with lawmakers and ag sector leaders who are in attendance. USDA watchdog nears end of ARC and PLC audit. USDA's Inspector General is close to wrapping up an audit of the two major commodity programs and linkages to crop insurance. The audit is focused on how USDA implemented the agriculture risk coverage and price loss coverage. But Gil Harden, who heads the Inspector General's Audit Division, told House Appropriators yesterday that investigators have had conversations with the Risk Management Agency on how crop insurance relates to ARC and PLC those programs are administered by the Farm Service Agency. A senior Democrat on the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Rosa DeLauro, raised concerns with Hardin that farmers are receiving crop insurance benefits and commodity program payments for the same revenue losses. She told Hardin, I'll be very anxious to see the report you're doing. Hardin says the audit should be finished in the next couple of months. IRS data increases pressure on conservation tax benefit. New data from the Internal Revenue Service could increase pressure on lawmakers to curb the use of tax break for investment groups that buy land and put it in conservation easements. The data shows that investors are claiming deductions for the easement that far exceed the value of the land when it was purchased. According to the IRS, there were 39,619 cases of syndicated conservation easements in 2017, and the average deduction was worth more than four times as much as the original investment. In some cases, the deductions were worth as much as 25 times the amount that was invested. Legislation has been introduced in both the House and the Senate to cap the amount of deduction that can be claimed. U.S. and South Korea reach bird flu regionalization pact. The next time there's an outbreak of highly pathogenic avian influence in the U.S., the impact of a poultry ban by South Korea will be much less traumatic thanks to a new regionalization pact. South Korea, a major poultry importing country, has banned U.S. poultry several times over the past few years because of the bird flu outbreaks, and each time the country stopped imports of all U.S. product, regardless of the size or location of the outbreak. Under the New Deal, South Korea will enact more targeted bans of poultry aimed only at states where the outbreaks occur. South Korea, which imported about $122 million worth of product in 2014, just lifted its latest ban last summer in August. Here's today's They Said It. I know you're a Navy SEAL, and math may be difficult, but give me a rough number here. That Arizona Democrat Ruben Gallego, a Marine combat vet from Iraq to Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, a former SEAL. Gallagher was trying to pin down Zinke over the number of meetings he held about reducing the size of several national monuments. Zinke shot back, I take offense at your derogatory comments about the U.S. Navy SEALs. Two men eventually exchanged, semper and the hearing moved on. But the GOP committee members tweeted that Democrats had disgraced the service of a Navy SEAL for political gain. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 16th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.